This is the Manchester Football Social full-time Devils takeover. Yeah. We are back here on XS Manchester. This is the full-time Devils fan phoning. I am Adam McCullough. Today in the studio, we have my lovely co-hostess with the mostess. Hello, you okay? It is, of course, Joe. We have got Gaz back in Yo, the house as well. Um, and, of course, Uncle Webby is back good in the usual seat. How you doing, guys? I'm hoping you guys are well. How you doing at home? I hope you guys are all well. Whether you're watching on YouTube, whether you're listening in on XS Manchester, you can get involved today. How can they do that, Joe? Very simple. Give us a call. 0345 treble 7625. Get your calls in nice and early because we'll be uh, talking about a lot of big talking points today. Uh, so we want your say on all of them. you got a talking point as well that we're not going to bring up. Bring it up. Give us a call anyway. Yeah, because... It has obviously been a busy, busy week for Manchester United and Manchester United fans. We've got a game coming up against Bournemouth this weekend. And obviously, over the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of talk about Manchester United's manager, Manchester United's forward thinking, all this, that and the other. Now, before we go any further, may I say, this is not me pushing my agenda. (laughs) This is something we have all agreed on and producer Chris has kind of pushed on me. But we are going to talk today about Eddie Howe. And whether his game against Manchester United, Bournemouth versus Manchester United, which at the moment is a mid-table battle, could be an audition for Eddie Howe to potentially take charge of a big club, someone like Manchester United. Your mate Trev seemed to be all for someone like Eddie Howe, Chris Hewton. What do you think about that, Webb? No, well, he went to Burnley. For me, that's a step up from Bournemouth. That's no disrespect for Bournemouth. Couldn't handle the pressure there. Ended up going back to Bournemouth. Now, what? not so long ago, he was fighting the relegation battle. He was looking to keep his job down there. It makes me laugh how these teams win three or four games, especially if they've got an English manager. They're touting him for the next England manager's job. They're touting him for the big jobs. For me, Bournemouth's made for Eddie Howe. Now, for me, he should stay there. Obviously, he's not going to do that. He's going to want to look up. He's every right to, but don't let's, let's him win a few trophies before he gets... Name with the big jobs, which are, and the big clubs like United, Tottenham. He does a good job there. Under the, what did he get? Twelve and a half thousand. So not get, getting great gate receipt. They bought some big players, spent some big money. But like we said before, if they go down, we were speaking about the teams who have gone down and have never returned. I think that could happen to Bournemouth in my eyes. What do you reckon, Joe? What do you think of Eddie Howe? Now, could it be like Webby says, mm-hmm. a step too far from one of those bigger clubs? You mentioned Tottenham there. Could Tottenham be the kind of club more suited to Eddie Howe for his next step rather than a Manchester United? I definitely think Eddie Howe is good with the squad he gets and maybe looking to bring in different resources. Might go to his head a bit if he took over Manchester United, if he was given such a big budget. Webby said something there, Bournemouth is made for Eddie Howe, Eddie Howe is made for Bournemouth. Maybe just exactly like Moyes was made for the Everton job and anything after that was just going to be a disaster. I'd worry if we take Eddie Howe away from Bournemouth uh, necessarily... it could just all go downhill from him. Also, I was thinking as well, if you're looking at a, a, a someone like Madrid who's just sacked their manager, they're not thinking about a manager who's currently managing a team in La Liga that are just scraping the top 10. They're thinking about the big names in world football that are going to come into their club, change things around but, Joe, and get them strike. We have again. seen in the past with, with Real Madrid when they reappoint managers, Barcelona reappoint managers, they often appoint managers... Many of us haven't heard of or haven't heard much about. They don't always go for the the big, huge names. Now, Gaz, Manchester United have seemingly had a problem over the last couple of years where we always seem to go for that marquee name. Mm. And when Trevor was talking about last week about getting a manager, the next one, whether that's in three months, three years, whatever, 
we should take our time over it. And it doesn't have to be the most fanciable name. That's exactly right, mate. I feel like the last three managers that we've tried, it, it, they've been very different from each other, really. Yeah, Moyes, Moyes, we, Moyes, we gave the job because we thought that he was like in the board. The, the board, the board mm. thought that he was a bit of a mould of Ferguson. And I have a feeling Fergie himself probably had a little bit to do with it. And a little give, bit too much. To you drink. give someone like Louis van Gaal the job, a man who's been in football years, won the lot essentially at some of the biggest clubs in the world. But we knew that he wasn't necessarily about playing entertaining football. We knew that he was quite Dutch about his approach. Pragmatic. Should be pragmatic is the better word. Um, and then we give it to Jose Mourinho, a man who we know what type of football he plays, but he's a man who's done it in the English leagues at least. So it feels like we've tried the array of criteria that we need for a United manager, apart from a manager who has form of playing good football or trying to play good football. Which um, Eddie Howe is in that mould. Exactly. Um, is he ready for the Man United job just yet? Probably not. He's not done enough. What are the comments enough, saying, uh, guys? I know you've got a few comments coming yeah, through. We're are... waiting for some callers to come yes, in as do. well. Yes, 0345 That number along the bottom of your screen, give us a call. There are a lot of people, um, a lot of people actually happy about Eddie Howe, but then there's a few shouts as well here from Abinav says, uh, Eddie Howe is the next Spurs manager and Pochettino should replace Mourinho. I think that if you're going to go for a manager who, who plays good football, I think there's one in the Premiership ready for us and that he has to be Pochettino. If we're taking away what he's done in the past, because Eddie Howe's not one out either, really, then you'd rather give it Pochettino. But have we not seen from Pochettino... Um, now, this is me playing devil's advocate because mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of Pochettino. But have we not seen from him a flakiness in terms of... The team he has is very good, regardless of Spurs' decision not to buy and their stadium situation. Should they have not won something by now? Yeah, all day long. You know, you look at their squad, it's, it probably matches most top squads in the Premiership. For me, there are a couple of... Couple of players short, but you won't not as a fan of that team, you won't be unhappy. I just think in the big games, he doesn't go for it. You know, there was if for me, if someone's on the bench, they fit to play for me. You know, I'm not having all this is fit for ten minutes. Now, why did they leave their most creative player out against City on Monday? Was it the state of the pitch? You know that pit. Well, that's another another story. That pitch. Yeah. But Ericsson, is he a better midfield player on his day in the Premiership? You know. I don't think there is. I think he's on par with the best. Now, mm. he should have played Monday night and all this about he's injured. But for me, if he comes on, he's fit enough to play. You know, for me... Do you, just... do you think... Sorry, Webb. Do you think potentially Pochettino is a manager that would rise to the bigger demands of a yes. bigger club? Because maybe the demands at Spurs are something that's what holding are the, him back. What are the demands at Man United at the minute? That's a good point because mm. we were having this chat in the green room earlier and I said... I had to word it, Greg, so I'm, ha I'm happy we had this mm -hmm. chat before we got in here. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, Chelsea, in terms of their ownership, Real Madrid, in terms of their ownership, mm -hmm. they actually want to win trophies. Mm -hmm. Manchester United want to make money. Mm -hmm. If Jose Mourinho was at either of those clubs, he would have been sacked by now. So this is what I'm saying about Pochettino. If he steps up to United job, you're thinking there's more demand there. But isn't if you're saying that the problem stems from the top of the club, that it might just be the case that whatever manager you get in, something could go wrong with that manager. Pochettino's demands wouldn't be as strong as they are at Tottenham. And like you say, the owners in them clubs, Chelsea, Madrid, they want to win trophies. There's an so, also another point in terms of our board. What are their motives? What are their objectives? Mm -hmm. Are they just trying to make money, develop youth, and try and just grab top four every year? 
If so, Hutch is the perfect fit. <laughs> yes. We're going to go to some calls now. Anyway, oh. we've got Lee on line one who says United would welcome Poch. Now, we've got Gaz on the comments on YouTube, so keep them coming in to Gaz, and Gaz will try and read as many uh, as possible. First things first, though, we've got Lee. Wow, Lee's a thunder and lightning strike, mate. You okay? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, very well, mate. Lee, you're through to the full-time Devils takeover. What do you want to say about Pochettino? Um, I was watching the Monday Night Football on Monday with Carrigo and Neville um, and I was, an intriguing fact was about the net spend where he spent since he's been at Tottenham which was £29 million. Um, bearing in mind each year defensively they are very sound at the back he plays very football um, so I don't think I don't know what you lot but I think he'd be a perfect fit for United I think he would um, Lee do you think do you, th- do you think Pochettino would be able to rise to the, the budget at Manchester United and the demands of such a big club? Sorry about Cheers, that. Lee, uh, yeah. Lee's line was cutting up a little bit, but I've no, got but the gist of what yeah, he was saying. He yeah. makes some good points about the actual players that uh, United would have in the squad and making them better, taking them to the next level, which he, we he all want to see. Spot on what he said, lads, is that he's brought these players onto the next level. Uh, no doubt about it. Obviously, Deli has become a better player. They all have, you know, Trippier. He couldn't get a game at City, could he? And then he went to Burnley and he got him from there. They let the Walker go to City because he knew he had a player just mm-hmm. as good for him to set and got 50 million. You know, but the only problem is he's just signed a new contract. And we all know in football that one of the most hardest people to work with is Mr. Levy from Tottenham, you know. He'll, so if we w- went to get him at the end of the season, it'll cost us a hell of a hell of a lot of money to get him to come as a manager. We've got the money, so let's do it. If I mean, Real Madrid even bought that getting patch mm-hmm. a little bit, didn't they? Do you, did, do you think that the Madrid uh, sacking their manager has sort of pushed anything in United's way? They've got to deal their hand soon? Or are they going to be just content with Mourinho till the end of the season? I can't see Jose going back there. He upset too many people. You know, he, he won them in the league. He also caused a lot of uproar in the club. Is that, am I right in thinking he scored the most goals he did, in yes. the league a season? He did, yes. Yeah, and a lot of people forget about that fact. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was a great fact, but the thing is... Uh, I just don't think he'll go back there. But look, if Madrid got now, they've got an ex-player in charge, aren't they? Mm. they? They're always looking at the big names, aren't they? But then they'll bring somebody in who they don't know. I'm not saying that was a damn was on. They like to build within the club. Mm. So it'd be, it, it was a strange choice anyway, because I never heard of the Spanish manager till obviously he got the job and he got the sacking before the World Cup. It's not worked out for him. You know, we must feel like now he wants to... He's had a bad 2018, hasn't he? He should have stayed in the in national team job, but he never... But you get the chance to... to Manage Real Madrid, you're going to jump it, aren't you? If like, mm. if you're a player, but they're back to square one, and it's you know I didn't see the match Saturday, but it was a bit of a uh, men against boys. Obviously, the scoreline says it all, and they're looking for a new manager. So give it Ramos. Well, you were talking about an ex-player Zidane, obviously taking over at uh, Madrid. Well, Mark, who's on line two, hello, Mark. Hi, guys. You're Hi, right. Mark. Very well, mate. You've got a suggestion for the next United manager. A bit of frustration, actually, being a, a United fan like yourself or, or you guys. But um, what I don't get is, like, we don't, like, well, we don't analyse personally, but we look at Pop Guardiola, we look at Jurgen Klopp, these type of managers that obviously are doing really well in the Premier League at the moment. But then 
we never look at any ex-United players that have got the values of the club. So, for example, like the class of 92, in my opinion, would be perfect if we could get that stability back at the club. I know that it's impossible regarding Alex Ferguson, but what I mean is if we can get some player, like a manager in that knows what the club's about, wants to run the club the right way, and not use it as an ATM machine, um, I just can't understand why they never get the... The, the options of our ex-players like for example Ryan Giggs who is the Wales manager at the moment Paul Scholes uh, Gary Neville bring, you know I think if we brought those people back to the football club then it might give us some more stability and we'd be able to build on that instead of looking at big name managers all the time because Pep like himself he came from Barcelona to give him a chance um, I think it was was it Mainz was it in um, Germany that gave Klopp his chance to be played yeah, he for? got him relegated he did, yeah, but result. what I'm trying to say is, is maybe it's not always about yeah. the, the dance of the world mm-hmm. um, or bringing in another manager. It's it's, going, it's a fix that isn't going to happen naturally and quickly. It's going to take time. Mm. And I think it would be nice um, for Manchester United as a football club and for us fans to see is a foundation being built instead of just bringing someone in mm. and becoming mm. Chelsea and Man City. So, Mark, do, do, they, do these guys have to prove anything? anything to you with managing Wales Ryan Giggs or even look at Neville's uh, managerial career do you have to prove anything to you or does their statue alone, statue alone give them the, the right to sort of have this role at United no what, what I thought was when, when Van Gaal was there um, and we obviously there was when before Van Gaal came in and Giggs had done three games and FME, we did we win one draw one and lost one <laughs> I think it was something like that but he brought the last game of the season when he brought the, the young players on um, and and he, he gave them a chance, gave you a chance. And to me personally, when you look at that, and you look at even Man United now with Michael Carrick that sat on the bench, they all go to him for support, for guidance, for for something to look at. Because they, they, they look at these players that have achieved something at the football club. And to me, Ryan Giggs should have got the job before that. Then Marino should have got it, but they didn't give him a chance. It's like they're scared to give them a chance because Man United at the moment are just about getting top four finishing top four we are I said this a couple of months back when I rang the show We, I was scared of us becoming the new Arsenal when uh, Webby was on and another gent and I feel like we have become the new Arsenal because we're just accepting the way we are we have been very poor at home this season and we've been very poor in most performances if you look at our performances going forward we've been very lucky to get the goals that we have and we've, thankfully we've had players like Marshall that's done it but I just feel like we need to go back to what we were about and what we were about is the players that have left our club regard if you look what they've done with Salford City for example with, with Gary Neville they run that club from top to bottom and they deal with yeah it's a small club compared to what Manchester United is I don't deny that but they take interest in it and you can see the passion in them when they talk about Man United every time whether it's on BT or Sky whatever it is and I don't feel like they need to show anything other than just to give them a chance like Pep Guardiola I, got a basketball cheers for that Mark I, I understand that like the, the, especially the last two managers obviously <coughs> Louis van Gaal didn't work Jose Mourinho at this point probably is going to all end in tears and I know that we've gone for two uh, essentially pe- people who have won everything in football to very experienced managers and I know it's easy for us to say right let's try something different let's give it to someone who's maybe not got any experience but they need a little bit of experience people like Ryan Giggs Paul Scholes Mm -hmm. Gary Neville had no experience and we've seen what Gary Neville did with his his job that he had already I I, I don't agree with the part that we should just give a job to Gary Neville or someone like that because I don't think they'd be great managers 
But I do totally hear him in terms of Manchester United haven't planned anything. We haven't had any forward thinking. Every every appointment has been scattergun. And we've never sat down and actually said, what do we want? Mm. Let's interview a few candidates. Yeah, Who's showing what? Because when we look this at could it, be the season now. when Mourinho was interviewed for the Barcelona job, I know it was earlier on in his career, but he never got that job based off the fact that he didn't suit their traditions and what they wanted. Isn't it time United did that? I think what a point which Mark uh, talked about there is that if they were in the club, and one thing we can go back to your point about demand is if them players were in the club. The demand to win would be every single game. It's not just about getting top four with them boys. It'd be about winning everything. But their managers, ultimately, they would be managers. Uh, I, I can understand having them in the group. I I can't understand giving them the main job, especially do, someone like Gary Neville or do, someone like that. As Mark was saying there, I do agree with some of his points, but let's have it right. We should have these lads involved with the club. Mickey exactly. Butt said at the academy, if you're, the, if you're the, a midfield player signing for United as a kid coming through the ranks, and Paul Scholes is teaching you Monday to Friday, that's going to big you up. You know, you're going to get, I'm saying with Gary doing the defenders, or Ryan doing, I, I honestly thought that Ryan Giggs should have been kept at the club in some capacity. Mm. It never happened. He may come back one day to manage us. Who knows, you know what I mean? But like you're saying about, are you spotting on him about that? If those lads were involved, I'd like to see an older head with him. Mm. Someone who's been, a Mullenstein, someone who's been round the block in the Premiership. Yep. You know, who can, uh, like Middlesbrough did with Brian Robson, they brought Teddy Venables in. Someone who's been around the block, I wouldn't automatically say, right, give it Gary, Ryan and Paul. I'd like some experience to come with. It could work, we never know. Let's even, see. even like, from a director of football perspective, like, I'm not even suggesting any other, just interviewing people that understand what is going on at my, I believe the lad at um, the German club slipped my mind now. He's a director of football there, he's involved in a recruitment and yeah. he's a Manchester lad. Yeah. Like he, he supports the club, he knows the club. We need someone that gets it. Because the last three managers haven't got it at all. And now Mourinho could prove to be a success and this replacement may come in two years' time, three mm -hmm. years' time. But, you know, the proof is this isn't Manchester United. It's not. I'm going to take a quick break. The two people on the line, we've got Mo and Raphael, we'll get to you soon. Is that Raphael da Silva? Raphael da Silva's on the line. Eat right, before we have a little break, uh, gents, if you're listening, we will get to you after the break, don't worry. Uh, and if you're watching and want to get in touch, 0345 1176. Can I tell you what we're talking about after the break? I've got to give you the question first. Tony Marshall. Marcus Rashford is 21 this week. Who is your favourite ever Manchester United Academy graduate? and why. Put in the comments section. Gaz will be reading it out after this. And obviously we'll be talking about Tony Marshall. Excess Manchester. This is the Manchester Football Social. Full-time Devils Takeover. Yeah. We are back and we've just welcomed Webby up for the second part of the FTV oh, fan you can believe me, I here Excess Manchester. <laughs> Before the break, I was asking you about your favourite United graduates from the academy, and you've got loads of comments over there on yeah, you guys. Lots, lots of people get, uh, getting the comments in. Uh, obviously, a lot of shouts for the obvious guys: Ryan Giggs, Paul Scholes, Gary Neville. Getting a few shouts. Uh, is there a Bex for me? Sir still, David Beckham uh, has this to is, be. This it. From that man, Danny says Bex for me still so underrated and underappreciated. Bye. United and England fans. I think United fans appreciate him, but obviously no, no, not as much. 
Not as much. He as was he the says. best in the class of '92. Was Beckham. the problem with Beckham is people forget how good he was as a footballer and focus it on him as a celebrity. He was yeah. like one of the best in the world. I still use his aftershave. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's talk Do now. You know what? Yeah, talking about it smells lovely. Every Christmas. Yeah. My yeah. mom buys me David Beckham. <laughs> yeah. Like mom. It's Man United, isn't it? I asked for it every year. <laughs> it's got to be done. He left about 15 years ago, Bob. Tradition uh, at this point. Well, thank you very much for getting your and We'll get to them soon. Uh, but what, we caught, what we're talking about. Where's your answer to your question? I, he just read them out. What's yours? Oh, it's an opinion. Um, yeah, I was going to say Paul Scholes. Norman Whiteside. See? Showing his age over there. <laughs> Showing his best, age. Best, best academy graduate, is it? David Beckham. Robbie Savage. <laughs> Paul Skull. Okay. You're just saying that because you're ginger? Yeah. <laughs> Ginger's a liar, isn't it? You know what it is. What? This is the bit where you speak and I just nod. We're talking about Marcus Rashford because Marcus Rashford is 21 years of age Happy this birthday. week. Happy birthday to Marcus Rashford. He actually listens into the show every single week. Yeah. Yeah. He's got one of them yeah. weird football Twitter accounts and YouTube accounts. He comments below yeah, loads of them. He says a lot of stuff about you, Gas. He doesn't like it. But yes... Weird story about Marcus Rashford this week. No, obviously we want to take our calls on Marcus Rashford um, in terms of him as a footballer as well. What what do you think of him at 21 years old? Um, but there was a story of him this week, Halloween night. He was in town on his birthday, sees a few kids, they sing happy birthday to him. He gives him some cash for trick or treat. <laughs> he could have told this story better. I could have. <laughs> the weird breaks in between. <laughs> Is this Blue Peter? Is that Blue <laughs> Peter, Joe? He did a nice thing by getting the kids sing happy birthday for him and uh, currently got £20 note. Not being I'm, funny. That's a great story to tell when you're old. It, it's a great story. It's a lovely thing for Marcus to do. But if I knocked on a footballer's door and I saw it was him and I was trick or treating and he only gave me 20 quid, I'd be gutted. <laughs> I'd argue with you. 50 quid. Remember, you'd be happy with 20 quid? No, I want more. <laughs> I love the image we've all got in our head. It's like little six, seven-year-old kids. Imagine it was like 17-year-old lads forced to sing happy birthday to Marcus Ratchet. <laughs> For the five minutes. Or got on the phone. monster to the ham in their hand. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about Rashford uh, and we were talking about the weirdest places you've bumped into football. Yeah, where's the weirdest place you've ever bumped into? I mean, I've never really bumped into them. I've seen a couple of people at Terminal 3 Airport. Whether he's got a smile on his face. <sighs> I'm just going to... Right, Gans, you go next then. Right, well, uh, about three years ago, we um, I met David Beckham, which was like a dream of mine. I always wanted to actually meet him when I was like old enough to actually remember it, because we had met each other before when I was yeah, one. I bet he remembers uh, you. Me, me, met me each other, he says. Met each met other. Each other yeah. <laughs> he's buzzing. He's still got a picture of you in his wall. He does. Well, on my wall, I've literally got the, a picture of me, I, th I think this is at the cliff, um, with Dave Beckham when I was a kid. And then right, yeah, right beside Dave, it. Dave, don't they? Right, but, yeah, Dave. Uh, and then right beside it, a picture of me of few years ago and it's like my prized possession but um i was i just i was so nervous when i met him i was like i'm, I'm never gonna meet someone this famous again and this amazing and he was class he was a proper nice dude until you met webby until you met <laughs> webby what's your story listen i better not tell my stories no go on oh, no, 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 no. they're gonna be x-rated bit of blue no they're not it's not that fortunate to have met a few ex-players not just from united most have been fine uh <laughs> mainly, mainly in, in town, like you know, over the years, we've been bumping the sharpie quite a lot. Yeah, uh, in the, we want your stories. Yes, well. do oh three four five treble Tell one my seven six oh, two five. Give we'll us a hear call. About them later. Uh, who are going to go to first, Mo or Chris? Uh, Mo's been waiting longer. Yeah, Hello, Mo. Yes, lads. Yes, yes Mo. Mo. How you doing, how mate? You, Mo? What do you want to say yeah, in a full time yeah, yeah, never takeover? Anything you want, apart from swearing, don't swear. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. Okay. 
Outside the, outside the, um, outside the youth plays, you came through the academy and all that. Whoever doesn't say skulls is mad. Yeah. Personally, honestly, I feel uh, I feel personally I'm offended. Two, <laughs> uh, you see, Lukaku, I yeah. don't understand it. I don't. I'm, I'm, first of all, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm a, I'm an Arsenal man, but I don't understand why you're not playing. Do you know what? I've got to do it. <laughs> I've got to do it. I've got to do it, you know. Just because he's an arsehole. I've got fan. to do how it. Did, no. How did he no. slip through? I'll tell you what this show is called, Gareth. Go on. This show is called The Full Time Devils Fan Phoning. What is Full Time Devils? <laughs> Chris, you're in red. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Chris, take go over. On, what do you want to say in the Full Time Devils Takeover? Oh, mate, to be honest, I've been waiting a bit, but I was a bit too late on the man- the managerial. No, get, get it out of your system, mate. We'll talk about that. I just, I just thought, what about trying Nicky Butt? Hey, it's a shout. And out of all these names that have been put about as well, about like Gary Gary Neville and Paul Scholes and Ryan Giggs, what, what, I'd, you'd rather give it Nicky Butt, someone who's actually got yeah. experience. I just believe that somebody like that. It's, I don't know, you know, like you look at Rashford and Lingard on the pitch and they've got the Manchester United through and through. I just think given a manager like Nicky Butt, someone who has Manchester United in his blood, could be the next best thing. Webby, what do you think? Yeah, it's a good shout, but obviously the likes of what we spoke about before, I think if one of these boys comes in, they need a touch of experience alongside him. You know, it's no point throwing him in the deep end. Nicky's doing a great job at the moment, head of the academy. The under-19s are doing well. Uh, in both domestic and the Champions League group so you can't knock them on there they beat Juventus 4-1 the afternoon before we played them at Old Trafford great shout but please if he's going to get the job or they need that experience I don't sorry go on Adam I don't think it's like we have to force someone into the top job we don't have to do that I think I admire Bayern Munich in the way they run their their ship like they have people in positions, even Ajax do it as well to a, to a certain level. So they just keep those people around the club, train them up in a certain job. So they're there. They're rubbing like their shoulders, mm-hmm. they're rubbing shoulders with the academy players, the first team players, letting people know what's going on. Anyway, um, we want your calls on Rashford. Yes, do. We got. Well, go on, go, sorry, no, go on. I just go thought. On, just just while we're talking about the managers, just one little last thing. Uh, another new, another name that's been put forward by Sahil. He says, "How about Lauren Blanc?" Played for United. Larry White. White. Has managerial experience (laughs) of managing a top team and big players. Do you remember when Fergie wanted him for so long that he finally got him and he was useless? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was useless, he you know, just couldn't run. He could, never, he could never run, neither could Steve Bruce, but mm. Laddie White was in his swan song of his career, loved by all the Reds. It'd be a great show with maybe a Nicky Butt underneath him, you never know, it might work quite. He knows the club, he knows what it's about. Nobody knows the club more about than Nicky Butt, you know what I mean? He's, he's doing a great job, he was a great player and he was there, so let's see what the future brings, but it's a good shout, that Laddie White. Now, we have been talking about managers potentially coming in next don't worry we're not sacking Jose just yet at least um, Jose Mourinho is still in charge and we're going to talk about things more current with Manchester yes. United rather than Positivity. looking ahead to the future Bournemouth up next for Manchester United Jose yeah. Mourinho they're the last couple of games that we've had we had a victory against Everton uh, lost against Juventus drew with Chelsea and beat Newcastle the other side of the international break it's not been too bad but it hasn't been great I tell you why it's been better because he's playing the right players. You know, Martial's getting a run now, which we've all shouted. Say again, Webby. Well, there you go. One <laughs> Matt is playing. 
You know, he's playing he's playing the better players we've got there, you know what I mean? Juan Mata is a great player, you know. He's probably one of them at the club we can he's just got to play most games for me, you know. People say oh, he doesn't trap back. I don't want him to trap back. Juan Mata on his day is probably one of the best players we've still got. And Martial, we know what he can do. He's proved that he's been player of the month now. Truly and well deserved. Hopefully he keeps the run going. He's, he's got to stay in the team, you know. Mm. And he'll become more and more the player we know he can be. Mm. Give him the, the lad the, the run of games. Superb. The thing with me is, people act like this is a new Marcia. Mm -hmm. Marcia did this last season. By December, he had 10 goals, 9 assists. Now, I agreed with a lot of things Gary Neville said this week. But I disagreed with him when he said he... Like he should have 20, he would have had 20 goals last season if he stayed in the team. So I think it's just, we're seeing. You worried what that it's going to happen again? When you play Martial? It we, is going to happen again, though. We, are like, you worried that he's going to get dropped and again the, the Martial should be scoring 20 I goals? I hope his form makes him undroppable. Yeah. I, I, lo I love Tony Martial. He's, he's one of my favourite players at United. I think he's probably, apart from Paul Pogba, he's probably the most naturally talented player at Man United at the minute. Um, and as a young player, I used to say a, a year or two ago when he arrived, I said that I've, I've never seen a, a young player with as much potential as him. Obviously, you know, you, you guys have seen more young players than me. But um, and I'm just worried about when it when it actually happens, Ooh, where he doesn't have he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a great game, <laughs> and then he gets out the team, and then he never gets back in. Yeah. And it's going to happen because it happened last season, and we were and but it's about other players, as well, other, other players get more you know. chances, and it's like. It's happened this season when he, he he played bad, but he had a bad game and he kept him in the team and it's it's worked well for him, you know. On his day, there's no greater sight than Martial running at you as a United yeah. fan, you know, these defenders. It proved it with a penalty. Took his goal superbly well against Everton and was an all-round threat for the full game. And I think if he would have kept him on at Chelsea, we wouldn't have drew. We would have, had, we would have kept hold of the ball better. If he wouldn't have took him a matter off for me, we would have won at Chelsea. But there you go. I can't speak... I'll be in big trouble. Anyway, we've got Raphael who wants to speak next. Raphael's been on the phone for been waiting for a while time, as well. So Sorry Rafa, about that, Raphael. Thank you for waiting. I hope he's a United fan. <laughs> Raphael, are you there, mate? <laughs> Hello? Yes, keep through to the full-time Devils, boss. What do you want to say? Um, yeah, so my name is Raphael, actually, not Raphael. Oh, sorry, uh, Raphael. Um, <laughs> no problem, Raphael, yeah, but... Um, yeah, so I wanted to talk about Marshall, but uh, first I just want to say my uh, my favorite uh, uh, academy player was David Beckham mm -hmm. because yes. uh, I don't know he was handsome. Because yeah. <laughs> he, he, he was fit. Because he was fit. Sound like my you mom, know? you do. <laughs> not, that it mat not, not that it matters, but I'm black, so he also did the cornrows, and I was forget about that. <laughs> oh yeah, you did, didn't he? You did the roles. Yeah. He was yeah. showing different and he turned up with cornrows. <laughs> that's that's yeah, but uh, that, that's that's my favourite academy player. But my, the best, uh, obviously, go with Scozy. I think um, for the longevity and um, uh, the amount of uh, goals that he scores, the moments that he gave us of throughout his whole career, he retired, came back, scored a goal against Man City. So I mean, it's kind of hard to go against Scozy for sure. Mm -hmm. And what do you want to say about Martial um, then, Rafael? Uh, yeah, so I think Martial, like, I, I totally agree with Adam. I think Martial has been the same Martial that we're seeing today. And um, 
yeah, people are acting surprised, but this is the same match. And I'm actually worried. I just said I was actually worried that uh, now that Fellaini is fit, someone is going to get the chop, you know? Oh, yeah. Either Mata or Mata. So I'm optimistic about the Bournemouth game, but I'm also holding my cards close to my chest because I'm pretty sure uh, Jose is going to play bon- uh, Fellaini against Bournemouth. I mean, we're away and... Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's kind of hard to, to, to be positive about Masha because last year he got uh, the same thing, like three play of the month awards and Sanchez came in. We all know what happened afterwards. And now he's trying to get back his mojo and who knows what's going to happen if he means, if he misses a seat against Bournemouth, you know? Yeah, who does? Uh, thank you very much for your... Yeah, Marsha don't man. miss sitters, bro. Uh, let's go to Sam. He wants to talk about uh, Marshall as well. Sam, you okay, mate? Now, what I will say before we go to Sam, wait a minute. I'm going to get accused of only giving the number out to Marshall FC this week. I'll give it out to everyone. I haven't. 0345 treble 17625. Sam, you're through to the full-time Devils takeover, mate. What do you want to say? You all right, lad? Very Um, good, mate. How are you? Not too bad, cheers. Uh, Let's get your thoughts, Sam. Sam, Sam, where are you? Don't be shy, Sam. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you, mate. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, just this is when you start speaking. <laughs> um, can I, um, matter? Oh, oh, try and call back, Sam. Try and call back. Sam. It was nearly there. It was nearly there. What Sam wanted to say was it literally says it on the Marshall's sheet. Marshall's form is great. I didn't. Did you I know, mean? it says it on the sheet. It says it on the sheet. James, the producer, James, Chris's uh, brother. Uh, it says, it gets there all the little words and it says, Marshall is great. We're going to take a little break. Hopefully, we'll, Sam will get back to us. Uh, do you want another. Um, can I just say, someone in the I, YouTube comments just yeah. said, this show isn't live. Uh, how can we prove that it is live? I just proved it's live. Why? How? Oh, by, by saying, saying someone in the comments <laughs> just said, this show. <laughs> this, this is I live. was going to say, that. what do you want me to How else can we prove it's live? Right, I can tell you that we're going to go to a quick break because why would we go to a break if this wasn't live? We'd cut it out. Uh, who has made more appearances for Manchester United? Oh. This is the question. Who has made more appearances for Manchester United? Is it Ashley Young? Or Park G Sung. Get in the <laughs> comment sections. Let us know. We'll be right back oh, after this. Uh, get your comments in now. Excess Manchester. This is the Manchester Football Social. Full-time Devils Takeover. Yeah. We are back. And to those watching on YouTube, I promise... We are live. Yes, you, Nick Sparta. We are live. Indeed, we are. Uh, live as it can be. Um, uh, so I asked you a question before the break. Uh, you still got time, by the way, to get a call in 0345-111-7625. Who has made more appearances for Manchester United? Is it Ashley Young or Park G. Sung? Uh, guys. That rhyme that. You know what? I, w- I would have said Park, but um, I have the advantage of being able to see a few YouTube comments. I've seen that someone's pointed out Ashley Young's been here 10 years now. Didn't know that. Is that right? Yeah, but... Is so I'm, I'm going to say Ashley Young. The first half of his United career was bench. Yeah, I know, but... Webby, Ashley Young, all day. I do. I think the question's been asked because it is Ashley Young. 205 appearances for Park G. Sung. 210 for Ashley That's Young. close. Very close. I used to love Park G. Sung. What a player! Two Park G. Sung. Imagine Park G. Sung was a squad player for us. Exactly. No, but he He'd is. start every week for us right now. Yeah. He is what what a squad player should be. Someone someone who works. I don't have really to disagree that with that. Quality. I just think that he, was, he should have started every week. But towards the last, last end of his United career, 
he was playing in some very, very w the weakened teams, mm. and it made him. But for me, Parker, he's down. How many big goals did he get? Do off? you remember him at PSV as well? Yes, he was. Um, that when they got to the Champions League semi final yeah. and the goose hitting. Yeah, he's one of the. I think he won. UEFA best forward yes. that year. Yeah. He was also he, put in for quite a few big games because he. How much did he cost us? He wasn't great. Four, four million. million. Am I wrong? Oh, steal. Should we go it's to, a steal. It's a deal. Should we go to a couple of callers? We've got uh, line two, maybe, Jonathan? Jonathan. He says, drop Lukaku permanently in all caps. Sounds worrying. Hello, Jonathan. You okay, mate? Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, tell us about Lukaku then. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm a supporter of Jose, but I've only got one, one real issue with him, apart from the, the style of football and the odd occasion, but... I don't know why he sticks with Lukaku. Every player that plays for us, well, not every player, but he's had a, he's had a few issues with a few players he's called them out. Don't matter how big you are or how small you are, but Lukaku just seems to get away with it. And now I know he's called him out a little bit last week and said, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's a bit low on confidence and whatnot, but we just need him out the side. I don't even know why we bought him. Even at Everton when he was scoring goals, when you look at it, he's never been a good player, a good football player. And his goals was coming against the lower teams, you know what I mean? And he was coming in, in patches. He's not a great footballer and he, he certainly shouldn't be at United. And then to upsault in the room, the kid goes out and says he'd love to play for Juventus. Well, you know what, mate? Get off then and go and play for Juventus because I don't <laughs> know how you get in there, too. It, 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 it was weird timing, yeah, wasn't it? Keep Jonathan up. I want to see what Gaz, Gaz wants to ask I don't him. understand. I don't think Lu as Lukaku stopped scoring goals. Like, well, last season yeah, he was scoring. Games he's not I mean, last season he was scoring goals, though, for, at Man United. He was, he was our top goal scorer. And I think that all the reason that he's kept in the side so much now is maybe Jose's thinking, or a lot of the fans were thinking, that that's what he can do in a side that isn't making enough chances. Imagine what he can do in a side that is making chances. But well, maybe his performances do warrant just to be taken out, rested for a week or two, but you can't say drop him permanently. How can you have a go at a striker? Jonathan, who's scoring, who's scoring goals, Gaz. you know what I mean? Because he's not a good player, mate. He yeah, might but be he's... able to score your goal. No way. He might be able to score your goal against your mid-table to lower, te lower table uh, teams, which is always done at Everton and West Brom and whatnot. But he's not a good playmate. Come on, you must go. I go to the games. I know you must go to the games. Yeah. If you're watching him, you know full well his touch is dreadful. He can't pass the ball. He's he's big and he's a massive player, but he he gets bullied. What we got then, Jonathan? Who do you put up on up front then? For what we've got now in this team. I put Sanchez up top. I put Martial left side and I put Rashford right side. It's got pace, it's, it's fluid, they can interchange with the positions. It'd be a top, we would be a top side. We would defi definitely get into that top four easily mm. with them three playing uh, up front and then playing Matter behind them. It's easy. I, 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 I would love us to try it. I, I would love us to try that. And you Cheers, Sanchez, Jonathan. Up, Sanchez up Thank top you, there. That's, it sounds great and all that on paper, but would they be able to actually you know put what? the ball in the net? That's I totally hear Jonathan's frustration. Luke, I can, like, how could I just don't? You can't have a go at a striker too much when he's got a good scoring. You know what it is, Gaz. Job. You know what it's it is. One Gaz. job scoring. And, goals. and I can hear the frustration in his voice. It's because we're what? You remember when Zlatan went through his flat period? Yeah. He was still performing off the ball. Romelu Lukaku looks scared. Mm -hmm. He's not offering an option. Mm -hmm. He's dropping out wide because he don't want to make a mistake. And when he gets a chance, he's snatching at it. His all-round play isn't as good as Zlatan's. So mm -hmm. then you can't say, keep him in the team because he still brings a lot. At the moment, I totally agree with... I'm a big fan of Romelu Lukaku. Yeah. But I totally agree with, 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 with Jonathan that I think Lukaku 
and Matic, there are two players that get away with murder and they hold us back when they underperform because when they underperform, they are so poor. They are so poor when they underperform. Like, it's not even like a... They're still putting a little bit and it's just like, oh, he's not great today. They are so poor. And everything else breaks down because of it. Lukaku can't hold the ball up. So then what are Marshall and Rashford and Matter and them guys doing? Not a lot. And I feel, I do feel sorry for Lukaku and Matic because I think Jose needs to put them out of their misery. But I agree with Jonathan. Not in permanent. But you, I was going to say, permanent. That, that's, that that sounds that's like the we issue. Got that, that's the issue. That's the issue that I've got. He's, talk, he's talking as if he's useless and we should get rid. I mean, I, I'm all for keeping him out the team a little bit because his form hasn't been great recently. And I have said that he doesn't offer enough, offer enough in his all-round game, but he does score goals and you can't complain about a striker that's scoring goals. Like Joe says, not scored in a bit. Take him out the team for one, put someone else there. But I do think that, that there aren't and many other it's players in our point, team though. who would be scoring as many goals in that position playing the football that we have been. It's a good point, though, when you look at strikers down the years where um, we don't normally have strikers like Romelu Lukaku, do we? In, in that mould no. that he comes in. They're all more explosive. and Well, you look at the best one I've probably ever seen was Ruud van Nistelrooy, you know, unbelievable player. Uh, me for Lukaku, I just think he needs a break. You know, he's non-stop football. He played every game he could in the World Cup. You know, if Fergie still would have been there, no, it's hindsight. But he wouldn't have gone out last international break. Fergie would have sent me away on holiday. You know, Mr Martinez wanted him there. Uh, so that's it. But I wouldn't be surprised if he plays Saturday. Don't put it past mm. the manager to put him straight back in Saturday. Hopefully, he'll keep the same team. We're going to go to Lloyd, who's going to be our final caller of the uh, of the show. We've got about four minutes left, and we can get... Apparently he's been on hold for a while. Sorry, sorry, sorry for keeping on hold, Lloyd. Sorry, sorry, oh, sorry. sorry. Nah, nah, nice. nah, no problem. How you doing, Lloyd? What do you want to say, mate? I'm good. Um, well, you were talking about managers before when I called. Yep. I don't know if it's okay. Yeah, still can get it out, mate. Yeah, no, I was well, don't, say, don't get it out. The conversation, <laughs> that's the talking point. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, I actually liked Van Hal. I know that people hate him, but when you look at the long term of what he was doing, right, I know that the people say that football was boring. But for me, it, feel, it felt like it was a better transition to let Van Hal do what he was doing, bringing the kids, teach them how to pass, how to uh, position themselves, and then speed up the play with the next man. They say, you know what, we need to speed up because the foundation was there, except we all just chucked the baby in the water out. We brought a manager that is a, a, the exact opposite of what we had, which means the club had to redo everything again, which is why we are here. And then concerning like uh, our current players, we've all blamed every player for not playing well, and it still puzzles me why people aren't asking the question. If all these players are failing, isn't it the system? If we keep saying, oh, he's not performing, he's not performing, he's not performing, isn't it the system that they're playing in that mm -hmm. is not taking advantage of them? Because Lukaku, we know what his strengths are, and this team is not playing to those mm -hmm. strengths a lot. Mm. Lloyd, thank you very much. Guys, uh, you've got some talking points. Just there. a very interesting comment here from Ayo. She says, do you think that Lukaku and Matic are in the team because they have openly supported Jose on several occasions in the press? And that's probably why Jose puts faith in, in them because he likes that. That seems like the level of pettiness that Jose... You know what was funny as well? Matic this week talking about Marshall. As in, oh, if he does this and does that, it could be great. Mate, focus on your own game, please. Yeah, anyway. 
Cut yourself Sick. out. Two minutes left of the full-time Devils takeover. Sorry, Tim, you're Adam, on such a negative note. Do you want to talk about anything else? You know what, um, I'm, you know what I'm dreading? I'm dreading the fact that we've got to beat Bournemouth by four to go above them. What no, a joke. What I would like to say is... My yay is different to your yay. That, sorry. Sorry, that is Adam getting in a meme <laughs> that, that we were discussing before the show. <laughs> let's, let's, just, let's just get our prediction for Bournemouth then before we get Webby's final word. I mean, guys, come on, I'll talk about Bournemouth. you got to get... I mean, you say you get four past them. I don't know if it's going to happen. No, it's not going to happen, What, what are you it? thinking? We'll probably, we'll probably get beat. They're better than us. Um, <laughs> I don't know. 2-1. Two, 2-1, one. Two, one, mate. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not buzzing for it. You play Lukaku? I'd play him, and I think he'll score. That was great, great way to help me fill out a minute and a half there, guys. Cheers for that contribution. Where we hope you'll speak a bit longer. Yeah, um, uh, tough Bob. game. Tough game Saturday. They'll make it hard for us. Uh, got some great players there. Decent manager. Three one United. Three one United. Three one United. We got to go down to Bournemouth and make a statement. The Manchester United Football Club. No disrespect to Bournemouth. We've got better players. Is he going to say? Is he going to say? He hasn't said it this week. What? What? He's going to say it. What's he going to say? The biggest. Come on. Go on, say it. Go on, we're going to say it. No, I'm, say I'm, it. I'm, 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 I'm saying nothing. Come on, what was I supposed to say? Every week, it's become like a thing in the comments. Every week, you say Manchester United is the biggest club in the world. Every you week. We are the biggest club in the world. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we're we'll got it in once more. Yeah. I mean, it's time for your final words. 2-0. Uh, yeah, final words. I've just got to big up the club for what they did for the young lads who come over from town and seen the video today. You know, Medina gets a load of sticks, spot on. And I was saying before that the crowd at the ground on Saturday, I loved how they was bowing to the United fans. They they love being there. They went through a terrible time. They come out to watch the the team they all love. So well done to United for looking after them. Big round of applause. This is full time Devils. Excess Manchester.